Hello there, and you're very welcome to another episode of the Arkham Avengers FFPL podcast. You join me, the host, along with Eamon, Hector, and Captain Fantastic on me. We take a look to see how the managers in this league are getting on for the season. However, we'll also be talking about much more. So kick back, stay tuned, and enjoy. Welcome, listeners, to the second episode of season four of this podcast show. We had a great reaction to last week's episode where Eamon was interviewing Devon. And Devon, of course, was the winning manager from last season. If you missed this interview, you can catch up on it on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and most of the podcast platforms out there. I hope you're all set for the new season. And joining me today are Eamon and Captain Fantastical Mick. Lads, good to see you. How are you both keeping? Welcome back, Mick. Well, thank you very much. It's great to be back and it's great to be here for the start of the new football season. And uh, it's on a, on a new season for our ever-growing podcast. It's, it's great, you know, look, great to see everybody looking so happy and invigorated, ready for the new season. It's really great. I take it that you enjoyed your holidays out in Florida. I did, yes. I have to say it was very relaxing out there. And I managed to see a few of the Inter-Miami games. It's an nice spot, Florida. I'd recommend it to anybody who wants to go out there. Well, it's good to have you back with us. And you were also in Saudi Arabia early in the summer. Any insight as to what you were doing out there? Was this more holidays? Uh, no, not exactly. What that was about was, was two Saudi teams who contacted me. They asked if I'd come out and maybe consider managing one of the teams. I went out and had a look at them, but I didn't think it was for me, really. Oh, I'd say there would have been a few quid in that now for you if you had taken up their offer. Oh, oh yeah, money isn't it's no problem to them out there. It's, 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 it's pumping out the ground from what I can see there. But for me, money isn't everything, and I just decided to pass there. I think I think Stevie Jared got one of the jobs that I'd be looking at there. And I'm, and I'm not too sure if, because I've been over in Florida, I think uh, Robbie Keane got the other one. So good lads got the jobs there, you know. I'm just keeping my, myself open for maybe some other work that might come a little bit near. Saudi Arabia, a little bit too warm for me all the time. Well, Saudi's loss is our game. Hey man, hello to you and you certainly must be on a high after the reaction from last week's episode. Hello to all our listeners. Um, as you know, I'm I'm humble and I'm always grounded and I'm glad that our listeners enjoyed the interview. I feel uh, it is an achievement, not only for Devon, but for myself to conduct such a engrossing, enlightening and enthralling interview. It's nice to see Mick back joining us. All well rested by the looks of things. He's got a, a good looking tan there. And uh, we're ready to kick off the new season there. I do notice that Hector isn't with us this week. Second week in a row. Could it be three in a row for Hector? Well, as you quite rightly said, Hector is not with us here. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with your eyesight there. <laughs> there's nothing as wrong with the eyesight. It's hard to miss Hector now when he's sitting across from you. Hector is actually returning to us next week. Oh, I see. I thought it was too good to last there. I was speaking to him. Perhaps we have listened to it. And this will give you the information as to what's happened. Okay, so we'll roll it there and we'll have a listen to myself and Hector having a little chat. Hello, 
Can you hear me? I can indeed, Hector. Hello, it's yourself. I, yes, it is me. Uh, I just wanted to make contact to check in to see how you and the rest of the panel are doing. I hope that the Eamon and the Mick be good. They certainly are, Hector. They're in good form. I did actually mention on our last episode that you hadn't returned from Brazil. There was some slight technicality. You were working on it. I wonder, do you have an update for us? Yes, now that you ask, I, I do. What exactly happened, Hector? It was uh, very simple. I not, did not understand. My passport had run out when I had returned back to Brazil. I go to apply and then I needed my birth the certificate uh, to say that I was born in Brazil. And Mama not able to find it. Uh, we look around the house. We search in the basement. We search in the attic. And then she says, oh, I think maybe some of the boxes have gone to my uncle in Avere. I had to get my friend to drive me there because, of course, I have no car in Brazil. And it took 13, 14 hours to drive there. When I get there, my uncle say, oh, yeah, I have your boxes that your mama gave to me. We looked through some of the boxes and then he said, no, oh, hold on. I think some of the boxes have gone to my cousins in Quinta. And then another drive. When I say a drive, it's it taken me 18 hours to drive there. I had to go and get my uncle's brother's friend, who knows a guy who has a Jeep to drive us over there. When I arrived there, I had to go and look for the box. My cousin says, I think the box is out with, with the chickens are, are there. Uh, sorry, hold on. Did you say chickens? That is right, yes. My cousin, he, he said to me, uh, the, the, the shed where the chickens are, there's a little space there. He put the boxes in that. All right, okay. And did you find the birth certificate? I did, yeah. Voila, I found it. Yes, brilliant stuff. And then I have to get back to uh, Brasilia. And then I have to go through the whole process of applying for the new passport, which I got. Yes, thumbs up to the Hector. And now I make application for my long stay visa to come to Ireland again. But don't worry, listeners, Hector returns. I get good news and I pick it up tomorrow. Oh, that's great. So you're coming back, Hector. Indeed, I am coming back. I will be back. Don't worry yet. Okay. Well, you know, Eamon was worried at one point that you might not actually return to us. I heard that Eamon say that he, he wants the Devon to take my place. Yes, he mentioned perhaps maybe if you couldn't come back or maybe Mick, who had been out in Florida, wasn't returning, that Devon might be able to take a spot. But don't worry. Your seat is here. It's sitting safe. We'll keep it warm for you. Well, thank you very much for that because I was thinking to myself, if I come back and they do not want me, what are you going to do now? But then you go to here. Thank you very much for that. Can I also say one other thing? Oh, yes. By all means, Hector, keep it going. Uh, I happen to meet a lovely family. Uh, the family, this is the, the Flores, and they are now living in Mexico. And I was talking to them about the podcast and I was talking about the fantasy, the football and the managers. And they saw the photograph that you put up on the Twitter of the trophy. 
And the medals, which I have to say, they look impressive. The, the, the trophy look really, really good. Oh, thank you, Hector. Thank you. And they were so taken with this that they say, yeah, we want to put in teams to manage. And I think they have gone in and got them, the teams in. So I think I get us manager for uh, New League. Indeed you did, Hector. I did spot that we had one, but two brand new managers who have joined us. And the Flores family are most welcome to the league and wish them the best of luck. And fair play to them. And well done, Hector, for finding them and bringing them in. Uh, thank you very much. I think they are now in holidays in the Ireland and uh, hope all go on. Well, I hope they enjoy their visit there. So, Hector, can we actually find out when are you coming back? I will be back on Monday. Oh, right. Monday. Fabulous stuff. So you'll be here in time for the next episode. That's great to hear, Hector. Well, all I can say is I hope you enjoyed your stay over Brazil, back home. Tell your mum we say hello. And we look forward to seeing you next week and hearing maybe a little bit of news about your holiday. I thank you very much for that. And I want to say to all our listeners that I'm looking forward to new season. And uh, I try and catch up with football over the weekend here. Hopefully internet connection keep up and I can see how so everybody go on. And tell Eamon and the Mick, Hector, say hello. Okay, well, shall we look forward to having Hector Slow back on the show for the new season? Oh, yeah, indeed. Yes, I will give shout out to many people. Okay. Hector, have a good day and take it easy. You too. Take it easy. Very good. Ciao. Now, Eamon, that should fill in all the blanks there. You know what's the story with Hector. All going well. He'll be back with us. Well, I just want to point out if Hector, for some unknown reason, doesn't make it back, uh, we could always bring in Devin. Or maybe one of the other managers might step in there. Or look, we could always get Johnny Giles back. Johnny is always willing to come on the show. I know he is, I know. But can we give Hector a chance to return, okay? Uh, I agree with the host, Eamon. We need to give Hector a chance to get back here. It's as though you're trying to ship, ship him out. Let's be nice to Hector. I'm not trying to ship Hector out. I'm not doing anything at all. He's perfectly grand in Brazil from where I'm sitting. Okay, okay. Moving on to football. Arsenal, of course, bet Man City in the Community Shield, winning on penalties by four goals to one. What do we think of it? I thought that it was a tight match. And in my view, Arsenal was slightly ahead of City. They certainly were more clinical when it came to the penalties. And I think the right team won. Uh, I agree with uh, Eamon there. I think Arsenal got a psychological edge now because of beating Man City and it'll be interesting to see how that filters through into the into the season there. Yeah, Arsenal's new players are settling in nicely, I thought, there. And speaking of players, maybe we should take a look at some of the potential players a manager might think about, as well as a formation matches and generally getting your team together. Uh, yes, okay, well, I think if I could follow on what Mick said there just a moment ago, before we get into that, um, Arsenal battled back after Cole Palmer's goal. It was a good goal. It was enough to knock the stuffing out of the team. However, Arsenal hung in there. Tossard got a nice goal and Man City won the ropes then at that point. I know some people knock the community shield but it was a critical match to win and it shows that Arsenal can take on Man City and win they can and they will be competing with the best okay yes they did certainly fight back there and prove their worth okay back to the football here now when it comes to putting a squad together what should a manager consider Mick start us off here 
Well, let's think about the budget first of all. It's 100 million. And out of that, to select two goalkeepers, five defenders, five midfielders, and three forwards. Remember, only three players can be chosen from any one of the Premier League clubs. And what I'd say is a manager needs to have, has to have and try and keep a well-balanced team. Uh, players' forms, the fixtures, ownership, and the price to all factors there. For this season, you also need to think about the first six game weeks. Who's playing who? For example, Brighton and Hove Albion and, and Brentford, they have four home ma- matches in the first six game weeks. And when you talk about Brentford and Brighton and Hove Albion there, Mick, are there any players you'd have your eye on? Oh, there would be, yes. Stupion is a good player. And, and Ben Mee, um, good in defence. I'll, I'll certainly have those in my team any time. Matoma and uh, Brian Miemo, either of them is worth a punt, in my view, in the midfield. What about the captain then, Eamon? What's your thoughts on this? And I suppose at the moment, Erling Haaland is leading the charge on that. He's very popular. Now, his price at 14 million is quite expensive. I'm not quite sold on this. Okay, why are you not sold on Haaland being the captain? I would expect that after last season, a lot of defenders and a lot of midfielders will now know how to deal with Haaland. They'll be more tuned to him and midfielders, those who are, are tracking back to defend, will also be knowledgeable of what Haaland can do. They will have their tactics ready to unsoup him. I don't think he's going to score as many goals. I think he had a unique season. He will score goals, but I don't think he'll score as many because players will now be used to what he can do, how he moves, what he's doing. Now, of course, the flip side of that is other Man City players can benefit because if you're going to be concentrating on Haaland, other guys are going to slip through the loose there. But I do think that alternatives would be the like of Marcus Rashford. He, he's potentially going to show a lot of good form. Salah, of course, is there. You have Saka from Arsenal. If there is another player that you select, you know, be wary because Haaland is going to be the popular choice. Do you want to go against that and lose points? So just bear that in mind there. Okay, that's quite interesting there. Now, Mick, what about the goalkeeper? I think what you're talking about here is you've got to keep the goalkeepers at Four and a half to five million. The likes of Rea, Ramsdale, Martinez, Sanchez, Johnson. Think about those lads. Those those are the lads you want to be getting in there. Okay, some worthy goalkeepers mentioned there now. Can I also add, I mean, when you're talking about alternatives to Haaland, maybe not as a captain here, um, are there any potential strikers, Eamon, that you'd be looking at? And I think I'd have to look at Ollie Watkins and Darwin Nunes. Nunes had a so-so season, but he's going to be used to the Premiership now. Isaac and uh, Man United's new striker, Rasmus Hoyland. I'm going to have to have a look at them. Now, I think Hoyland is injured and you might have to do a bit of swapping and changing there. But don't forget about him now this season. I think he'd be very good. He'd be very worthy. Rashford is going to be on form. Fernandez the donkey is the captain. I'm not sold on it, but it might just give him a bit of a kick in the backside to start playing and mount is there. Ten Hag 
is going to build upon this team here. And I think we're going to see a little bit more bite from Man United. Of course, we have to remember, every manager gets one free transfer each game week. And if you have additional transfers, then it's going to cost you points here. Well, Arthur has to say, I think, and, and I think Eamon mentioned it there. If I could just say about some of the players, uh, Madison is there, Song over at Spurs. He didn't have a great season last year, but I think he's going to do really good this year. And some defenders I think I'd be on my radar would be Luke Shaw, Reese James, Ben Chilwell, and John Stones. So can I go back just to the transfers here? Transfers and wildcards. When to play them? Hey man, what can you tell our listeners about this? The first thing is that every manager gets two wildcards and... A wild card allows a manager to change, if they wish, their entire team, or perhaps maybe they want to change a bulk of their team. And they can do this by using a wild card free of charge. The first wild card will become available at the start of the season and remains valid until Saturday, the 30th of December. The second wild card then is active after the 30th of December. Now, Something to note now for any potential managers out there. If you don't use your first wildcard, you lose it. So my advice is try not to use the first wildcard too early. Don't panic. Even if you're tempted to make drastic changes, don't panic. Don't go in there in game week two or game week three and press the button. Take it easy. I usually say go try and get as far as maybe game week 12. Maybe game week 14, then maybe that's the time to be changing the team there. Now, when it comes to the transfers here, you quite rightly mentioned a manager must use one free transfer each game week. If you do not use that free transfer, you don't lose it. It carries over into the next game week. But the thing to remember here is you can only carry one free transfer until you use it. And also, if you use your free transfer and you need to do another transfer, you're going to have to take a hit. That's going to cost you minus four points. So, Eamon, basically here, if I don't use my free transfer in, let's say, game week one, and it's carried over to game week two, in game week two, I have two free transfers. Maybe I don't use either of them. Then in game week three, I have, if I follow what you're saying here, I'll have only the two free transfers. I won't have three. I'll have two free transfers from game week two carried into game week three and there'll be one free transfer in game week three but I still only have the two free transfers. I don't, I can't build up the transfers as such. I can't go from game week two, three, four, five and six and keep building up my free transfers. No, you can't. No, you'll only ever have two free transfers going forward if you don't use one. Great. Mick, if I turn to you just for a few moments and we might touch on chips. Chips? Um, I'm, I'm stuffed at my lunch earlier on. No, no, no. Not chips as in the fantasy football chips. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I just got carried away there. I thought you were going to say we we'll are go get some fish and chips or something like that. Okay, yeah. All right. Chips. Each manager gets three chips. He gets the bench boost, free hit and a triple captain. Let's talk about the bench boost. This relates to those players on your bench. When you activate that bench boost, 
any points scored by those players on your bench are added to your game week total. And you want to get one of those bench boosts. The free hit allows a manager to make unlimited free transfers for one single game week. So once that game week is over, the players that you brought in are out. And your squad, the original squad, are back in then again when you've used your free hit there. Okay, so let me understand this and so that any of our new managers can follow. Say in game week seven, I decide I might change my team and I activate the free hit. I change my team for game week seven. And then come game week eight, the team reverts back to the players I had before I activated the free hit. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's it correctly. Yeah, that's it. And you want to get one of those as well. And finally, the triple captain. One chip for the season. Pretty simple, I think. When you activate this in a game week, the captain that you've selected, their points are going to be tripled instead of doubled. So you mentioned there that the captain gets double points. That's right there. Mick, how do you actually get points? Players that are allocated points based on their performance. So look, a little breakdown on this here. If you've got a player who plays for up to 60 minutes, they'll get one point. If you have a player who plays 60 minutes or more, they get two points. Each goal scored by the goalkeeper or defender earns six points. Each goal scored by a midfielder gets five points. And each goal scored by a forward they get four points for that. If you've got a player who has an assist with a goal, they get three points. A goalkeeper having a clean sheet or a defender, they'll get four points. A clean sheet from a midfielder, they'll just get the one point. If your goalkeeper saves three shots, they'll get an extra one point. Each penalty save the goalkeeper makes gets five points. And each penalty miss minus two points incurred for that there so your goalkeeper has got to lose points you've got bonus points then for the best players in the match and that can range from one to three points every two goals conceded by a goalkeeper or a defender is minus one point each yellow card the player picks up that's a minus one point and if your player gets a red card that's minus three points for him each own goal is, is minus two points there is also something called the bonus points. And the bonus point system, this uses a range of statistics to create a, a BPS score for each player. And the three best players performing in each match usually awarded bonus points. To get three points awarded to the highest scoring player, two points to the second best, and then one point to the third best player there. Well, that certainly gives a manager an idea how to get the points and where to get them there as such. Of course, there's a lot of interest in who might play alongside Haaland. Amen, Mick. Who will be in the running for you? And I have to say, if uh, if he stays with Spurs, it's Harry Kane. I, I'd be looking to try and get him into the team now. I know that Bayern Munich have come in, just talk of a new improved bid, and they're looking very uh, serious about getting Harry Kane there, so he may not be with Spurs come the, the Premier season. I also think that uh, Brighton and Hove Albion's Joe Pedro is someone a manager really should give serious consideration. I like the look of this guy. He's been impressive in, in the preseason. That's two good choices there, Eamon. I'd agree with you on that there. I'd also consider Aston Villa's Ollie Watkins. 
I think Villa are going to be a really different team this season. Uh, they're doing well. They play good. They're, there's a good positivity about them. They like it there. I also like the look of Nicholas Jackson over at uh, Chelsea. And, and Amy, you mentioned Man United's uh, Rasmus Hoyland in the mix. So they'll be good guys there. Yeah, and you also can't forget about uh, Darwin Nunes and Gakpo, plus Alexander Isaac and Callum Wilson. They are potential lads that you could have in your team there. Certainly now, you're giving our managers food for thought here. Plenty of thinking and decisions for managers to make ahead of the season's kickoff, which will be on Friday at 8pm. Gentlemen, as always, it's great to have you on the show and I hope you enjoy Match Week 1. Well, thank you and I'd like to say all the best to all our managers for the season ahead. Yeah, I'd also like to say I hope all our managers have an exciting season and may the best manager win. Indeed. Thank you, lads. Thank you. And it's well noted. And yes, we do wish all our managers the very best. I believe we've had two returning managers there. Bamford Rejects is back, Eamon. I noticed that. And uh, I've done my very best not to make any comment on that. Hopefully it's a new season. Okay. And Robbie's back as well. He's finally made it. Yes, he did make it. Uh, he's got... He certainly hasn't gone for best season ever this time. He has a new name on his team, but we'll be talking about that in our, in our next episode. And to our listeners, thank you once again for joining us this week. I hope some of this content might be of some assistance, even up to the eve of the kickoff. No doubt Eamon's tackles and Hector's hellos will return. And I do believe we may also have input for Raglan's recitations and Deliberating Devon. These could be two new segments this year. So be sure to join us next week when we'll be taking a look at how Game Week 1, Match Week 1, fared out for our managers. Thank you for following and subscribing to our podcast. And remember, you can contact us by email on arkhamavengersffpl at gmail.com. Don't forget to tell your friends, your families. Be sure to tell them that Yemen, Hector and Mick are in flying form for the season ahead here. And all that remains for me to say is to wish you a good morning, a good afternoon, a good evening, and a good night. Wherever you are in the world, mind yourselves, take care, stay safe, and we'll be back. Slán.